0: What's going on guys? This is Josh. Welcome to Trek Explained. Here we talk about Star Trek and drink. Please like and subscribe after the video if you enjoy it. Now without further ado, let me trick explain something to you. The Andorian Incident is the 7th episode of the 1st season of Star Trek Enterprise. It starts out with some Vulcan monks praying away in a monastery when all of a sudden a bunch of pounding on the door can be heard, and boom, here come 4 blueskin people with antennas on their heads. Who could this be? Hmm. True fans will recognize them as Andorians, one of the eventual founding members of the Federation. But, as of right now, Andorians really hate the Vulcans. We get a close-up of the Andorians, and we can recognize one of them as fan-favorite guest Jeffrey Coombs. You may remember him from such roles as Wei Yun. And Brunt from Deep Space Nine. We get the opening credits and then come back to the Enterprise flying through space. Trip and Archer are talking about the Vulcan star charts they have and notice discrepancies. Things that they've seen yet the Vulcans haven't, like a protostar. They might not be all that accurate. Interesting. T'Pol enters and they ask her about visiting an ancient Vulcan monastery known as Pajem. Hmm. I wonder if that's the same monastery. I guess we'll find out. T'Pol says it's a placement for quiet contemplation. She's not sure they'll be welcomed, but she'll try to find out. Later, Phlox and T'Pol are eating in the mess hall and discuss how the Vulcans might feel about a stopover by the Enterprise. There is a certain prejudice between humans and Vulcans still, even though they're allies. Seeing T'Pol amongst the human crew might be awkward blocks reminds her of the Vulcan motto, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. The mission of the Enterprise is exactly that, although in a human way of seeing it. Later in the bay, T'Pol is letting Archer and Tripp know she couldn't reach Pajem. The monks don't like technology, but as long as they follow the proper protocols, it shouldn't be an issue. Don't speak unless broken to. On the planet's surface, Tripp notes that the door looks bashed in a bit, T'Pol dismisses it as just being ancient and rings the doorbell. Nobody comes to the door, so Archer opens it. They come inside and see a Vulcan elder monk just standing there. No words are offered, so they stand there awkwardly until T'Pol steps forward to talk to the elder. Turns out they're in the time of Kolinar, the Vulcan purging of emotions. They must not be disturbed. Everyone's a little disappointed, but at least they got to see the place. Paul asks the Elder for the Jaka Stone for Archer and Trip, a spiritual gift Vulcans bestow upon honored guests. Paul begins noting that the shrine is off in some ways. Minor things, but it could potentially mean more. The Elder brings out the stone, but before any sort of prayer could happen, the crew begins walking around and talking about the monastery and other such places on earth. Archer sees a blue reflection in a piece of pottery and drags out an Andorian from behind a wall. The Andorian's gun falls near T'Pol, and she reaches to pick it up. The three other Andorians, from before, show up and prevent her from doing so. The Andorians take the landing party prisoner and put them in a room with the other monks. The Andorian leader questions Archer about why he came, but doesn't believe him and punches him in the gut with the butt of his gun. The Andorians say the pink skin's presence is proof that the is far more than a sanctuary. Pink skins is the derogatory term Andorians use for all humans, even those without pink skin. The Andorians leave, and T'Pol reveals the name of their species to him. One of the younger Vulcan monks states that they are from a neighboring system to Vulcan, and that they've been in conflict for many years. They explain the situation. The Andorians believe Pajem hides a long-range sensor array. The Elder Monk insists there are no spies or technology on Pajem. But Archer wonders, as one of the younger monks says he's doomed them all. Up above, on Enterprise, they can't reach Captain Archer. Malcolm Reed takes charge, and they note the presence of another vessel on that landing platform. Oh, she says Reed is overreacting. They're probably just observing some sort of meditation ritual. Back on the planet, Archer gets punched in the face. That's a hell of a meditation ritual. Where's the sensor array? I don't know. The Andorian commander notes that Archer is angry. Humans have emotions. Why do they have a Vulcan science officer? Why? The Andorian commander is about to hit Archer again when a beep from the desk is heard. It's the Enterprise trying to reach him. The Andorian answers and warns them not to try anything before smashing the communicator to pieces. The Enterprise crew tries to reach Tucker and T'Pol, but the Andorian smashes those communicators as well. Reed doesn't like that very much and tells Travis to prep the second shell pad and for Hoshi to research the Andorians. One of the junior Andorians suggests decapitating the monks to make Archer tell the truth, but Archer insists he already is telling the truth. It is noteworthy that Archer is at the moment telling the truth from his perspective. Archer knows nothing about nothing about the gem. The Andorians bring Archer back to the makeshift prison room and drop him on the floor. Arthur tells them the monks will start being killed unless the Andorians get what they want. But there's nothing to find. They aren't buying it. What are our options? Well, there is a small subspace radio in the catacombs for emergencies, but it hasn't been used in a long time. One of the younger monks will lead Trip down there. Trip can fix it, hopefully. As Trip and young monk walk through the catacombs, we see many Vulcan skeletons. Hey, it's Master Haddock, one of the founders of Pajim. Hey, buddy. They continue on and find the transmitter. Trip is passively curious about another passageway and asks about it. That leads to the reliquary. But get back over here and fix this transmitter. Trip gets to work. Later, the Andorians bust into the prison to check on our friends, and everyone is asleep. Trip is back too. Whatever happened, he seems to have finished downstairs. The Andorians leave, everyone wakes up, and Trip works on the radio. Archer and T'Pol share a blanket because it's getting cold. They talk about what to do when Trip gets the radio fixed. An armed assault would be foolhardy and put everyone's lives in danger. So what else? They argue about how Vulcans think they're so superior to everyone when they really aren't. Archer would like to find a peaceful solution, but he's not seeing one. Paul says no matter what, she'll obey his orders. On Enterprise, Tucker successfully makes contact with them. Trip says to sit tight, but be prepared to act soon. Shortly after, the monks and archer make a map of the catacombs using some small disks. Trip notes another passage with three dim lights coming from it. Might be the atrium area where they entered. A slow fade reveals the lights as being from a large face built into the wall. The Andorians are in the atrium and talk about how there's nothing out there, but the commander says the Vulcans are just very deceptive. Something is here. It's just a matter of time until they find it. The humans call the Andorians into the prison room. Archer says he needs to speak to the Andorian commander alone. He has some information for them. They bring Archer up to the atrium, and Archer goes into some ramblings about his homeworld, Earth. They punch and kick him around. Archer drops a figurine in the mouth hole of that face, but the Andorians take him back to the prison. In the catacombs, Trip picks up the figurine. Now they know exactly where those light holes are. Trip brings the figurine back to Archer, and they put their plan into action. Archer tells the monks to just stay out of the way. On Enterprise, Hoshi beams Malcolm and two crewmen down to the place. Keep in mind, at this point, the transporter is super new, So there are all sorts of stories about it not being safe for people to beam through. The Andorians detect an energy surge and run to the prison room. Archer ushers in the three who beamed into the catacombs just before the Andorians reach it. The commander says they detected an energy surge but to Paul suggests they have faulty equipment. He glares at her then leaves his second in command behind to watch them and leaves the room. In the catacombs Reed finds his way to the big face, while the Andorian flirts with T'Pol in the prison. From behind the face, Reed hears the Andorians talk about detecting three new biosigns that are human, but they can't quite pinpoint them. The whole time, the one Andorian continues to make moves on T'Pol. An explosion occurs in the atrium. Reed pops out and begins firing at the Andorians. Meanwhile, Archer and Trip take out the flirter. Reed meets up with Archer in the prison again. Two Andorians escaped into the catacombs. Time for a pursuit. The younger Vulcan goes with them to protect the relics. They chase the Andorians into the reliquary, despite the protests of the younger Vulcan. There is a firefight in the reliquary. That is a hard word to say. The young Muck does more damage than either humans or Andorians. Good job, Mr. Protector. They reveal a more technological doorway, and open it to reveal an actual listening post just like the Andorians suspected. A ceasefire is called. They take imaging scans with T'Pol's device, then hand it over to the Andorians. The Andorian commander says he's in their debt now, before walking around. Before I end, I want to note that the Andorian commander's name is Shran, although it is not revealed in this episode. It is revealed in the next Andorian episode called Shadows of the Gem. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for watching Explained. If you liked today's video, please drop a like and subscribe so you get updates on new videos. See you next time on Trexplained.